I'm Amy, sex educator, sex and relationship coach, and co-owner of PurePleasureShop.com. And I'm April, sex toy maven, VP of Hot Octopus, and I've dedicated my life to the business of sex. We're two people with a passion for educating and inspiring shame-free conversations about sex and relationships. Welcome Welcome to to the the Shameless Sex Revolution. Revolution. Want to learn more? Go to ShamelessSex.com. And for 15% off of some of our favorite sex toys, Use coupon code SHAMELESSSEX at purepleasureshop.com. You are listening to a pleasure podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. Well, hello, everyone. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Shameless Sex Podcast, your favorite podcast all about banging and being shameless about it. And spooning. And forking. And knifing. Well, <laughs> only if you're not stabbing. <laughs> hey, knife play. Some people are into it. Yeah, that's not what this episode's about, though. <laughs> you're like, oh, shit, I chose the knife play episode? Yes, that's my jam. No, this one is with return guest Kenneth Play. He is awesome. He was on our podcast talking about squirting, G-spots. We have all kinds of clips on our TikTok. If you're not following us on TikTok, go find Shameless Sex or Shameless Sex Podcast. That's a shameless sex over there. You know what? We should know that, but I think it's shameless sex. Just, just go find us. Just check out that. Yeah. And Instagram also. We're shameless sex podcast yes. on Instagram. And so we put these clips there. We do reels. We do all kinds of fun things. We also have our YouTube, also known as shameless sex is YouTube. And uh, I believe his full video is there as well. And um, we're trying to, to grow our TikTok though. So uh, press pause and go find us now. We will grow. We are growing. We're we grown. Grow. We're already massive. So here we go. <laughs> but he was so amazing that we decided we were going to have him back probably quarterly. He's pretty awesome. And he has so much to talk about this episode was really cool and it's about his book which is also i'm really it just released so I, I haven't read it yeah but he takes all of the this research and knowledge and then actually drives it home in this way that i think everyone will it, it can resonate it's he yeah. uses a lot of so analogies analogies and... associate like associates different practical pieces of life with it's like, sex. It's like going to the gym right but you get on a machine but you don't do anything right. you know? and you're like oh i totally get it he doesn't talk like that either by the way but um <laughs> and then and he narrows it down in ways that are easier to follow because who has time to do things that are i don't I mean we have to, i don't i don't have time so i like it like just tell me what to do and i'm gonna start practicing it Thank life you. hacks sex hacks yeah. we're all about immediate gratification and this is going to help so it's that day and age which which it brings me to technology i love technology also known as discord discord is a free app and on discord we have a shameless sex community where you can meet other shameless sex listeners fans um it's all mostly over chat but sometimes april and i will go on there and we will answer sex questions or do fun games and things we have two really awesome moderators on there hey moderators i love you you're the best this week i believe and this is going out April 21st. This is 2022 at 5.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. We're doing a meet and greet for folks who want to show up to share our challenges and celebrations about sex. And um, I will definitely be there. I think April will as well. You can just show up and sit there and just watch too. You don't have to even be present for it like where we see your face or anything. You can still be anonymous. So come and join. And the link will be in the episode's description to join the Discord community. And it's free. And it's completely free. Um, I've had people email me like, hey, I can't find the link or it's not working because sometimes I forget to put it in there so if you can't find it, um, just email me. But uh, also, I think if you go to Discord, just look up Shameless Sex. It should be able to pop up as well. Cool. Sex question time. Sex question time. 
my wife has mentioned being curious about a vibrator for a while. While well, we're talking about a lot of vibrators in these episodes. It's a popular topic, though. So this is the question. Is it okay for me to initiate this, or should this solely be a decision for her? Also, do you have a product you would recommend for us as a first-time couple using sex toys? Well, that's a great question. Thank you to this person that cares about yeah. their their wife and what the need would be for her. And that's really cool. I, I think shopping for sex toys together online could be a really fun thing to see what it does. And my simple, and I know you'll have more to offer, but my simple thing is that no bodies are the same and you may or may not know what you're going to like in, until you try a few different things. You love air pulse technology. I like it. It's not my go-to. I also, I think my brain receives the uh, magic wand in a way that I just can, can get me off every time. It's not to say that that will change. But there's so much tech out there. WeVibe makes the the insertable, uh, wearable thing. There's so many options. And it's, it's like the sex tech revolution is happening right now. So maybe you can try a few different things that are popular, that are bestsellers that we've talked about before and figure out what you like or try try things on a weekly basis and get more of the tech that you both love. Yeah. I think that it's okay for a partner to go out and buy some toys and bring it home. Be like, we want to try some things. And especially if your partner already stated, I interested in trying vibrators so if you were to go do that um you don't you might not get the perfect one like april said everyone's different uh, but go into it with this openness look let's try some things and maybe you go for like you know the toys that aren't 200 dollars right away and you get a couple like one or two or three that you can experiment with to see what kind of toys your partner likes because it sounds like your partner's never used one maybe um they're curious about using vibrator or maybe you just haven't used it together it sounds like they don't own one so like april's saying you don't know if they're gonna like strong vibrations do they want to external on the clitoris do they want medium do they want light do they want it internal they want to be fucked with a big dildo that also vibrates somewhere here and there we need our shameless sex picks on purepleasureshop.com I know we have to because there are some that we refer to Genus. often yeah. and the curve I love the curve a G-spot product yeah. if you want to learn about internal stim yeah. there's so, there are there's products that I recommend for my friends based on what they like but you need to know if you want external stim penetration or if you want thrusting if you want an anal toy yeah kind of hard to totally decipher. yeah we should create that yeah so like what april's talking about um well so the curve honestly is a is a great with starting a toy with a k so yeah k-u-r-v-e um and they we have it's at purepleasureshop.com and every all of these products and you can get 15 percent off with coupon code shameless sex at purepleasureshop.com and i own that store with my mom hi mom we love you and mom do you heard what april said that we have to create now here's more homework for you um but the curve would be a good one if you like if you don't really know because you can experiment with internal and external with that one you could do g-spot and it also has a high-pitched a uh, higher pitched buzzy vibrator and it has a motor that is rumbly deep and bass and you can, you can two different ones. separate them and use one or the other or both together so that could be a way to figure out what sensations you enjoy and totally. where and it's not big and bulky it's like a really great size it's yeah it's, it's beautiful beautiful product so it, yeah some other recommendations i'll go with hot octopus as well i love the digit um, it's a wearable ring vibrator and you don't have to wear it on your fingers, but it's great for a couple's play because anywhere a hand can go, this product is there and then you have like a vibrating finger and it's powerful. It's rechargeable. It's like what, like 70 bucks. Yeah. Um, and it makes it so that it's really easy where all the movements that you're doing, you don't have a big bulky vibrator, although the curve isn't even, even that bulky. And then what you were saying earlier about WeVibe products, they're generally known as like, kind of like 
the go-to couples vibe. So especially the we vibe chorus for penis and vagina sex. Exactly. Sort of. Yeah. So like the the vulva owner can wear it. So one part clips in on, under the pubic bone on the um, G area, and then the other part clips up around. So it's like a C curve kind of clips up on the the um, the clitoris, and you have the more powerful motor on the clitoris, and then a less powerful motor internally. And then you have penetration at the same time. It works with a wireless remote as well as Bluetooth technology with an app. Um, all of these things are great places to start. It just depends what your partner likes. Yeah. I, I think versatility is key and I'm a big fan of getting things that are body safe. So yeah. that's, you don't want to feel burning or Which, uh, some weird yeah. smells coming from your products. You want to make sure, meaning the, the chemicals. Uh, so make sure you, you do, if, if, if you can afford to spend a little bit more and get something that is going to be body safe and ergonomic is nice, meaning it will work with the way your anatomy is structured. Most, most of the folks. And, uh, and generally speaking, all sex positive on, Online sex shops are going to have only body safe materials like Pure Pleasure Shop and all the other ones that are more like, I would say they're all just women owned, but they're sex positive. Or like if you go in person to a store, uh, whereas there are plenty of online and in-person stores that don't care about quality and materials and they'll have things that have toxic materials. But Pure Pleasure doesn't have that and just stick with sex positive sex shops online and in person. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. All right, you ready for a bio? Let's do it. All right. Kenneth Play is an international expert on female pleasure who was named the world's greatest sex hacker by GQ and Men's Health. Kenneth has been featured by more than 100 media outlets, including the New York Times, Nightline, Cosmo, Playboy, Vice, and Huffington Post. Go get Kenneth's latest book, Beyond Satisfied, a sex hacker's guide to endless orgasms, mind-blowing connection, and lasting confidence. Now at kennethplay.com slash book. And be sure to check out his sex hacker pro course at kennethplay.com. All right, everyone, it is interview time and we are here with repeat guest, Kenneth Play. Kenneth's episode number 249 on squirting was a big hit. Uh, we, in the in all realms, in the audio realm, we also had video clips we put online. We had a video on YouTube. With this one, we'll have the same thing. YouTube video. If you're not following us on YouTube, go find Chainless Sex. If you're not on Instagram, also go find Chainless Sex because there will be some wonderful clips there and you know we're visual people so who doesn't want to see us and the sexy Kenneth play uh this time we are here to talk about Kenneth's new book specifically focusing on a sex hacker's guide to endless orgasms mind-blowing connection and lasting confidence Ooh, and uh we love sex hacking and we also love the journey uh, but for a lot of folks you know we don't have a lot of time we're like let's get to it so Kenneth made a whole book about that through a lot of his experiences uh, and teachings and learning so um let's dive in and so Kenneth you've already done this before on our show but can you tell our listeners about how you got to where you are today in the field of sexuality yeah, I'm gonna to give you a short version of a long story, but I'm probably the world's most unlikely sex educator person who's uploading video onto Pornhub and teaching people on squirting. Um, I was a painfully shy uh, Asian immigrant with an average-sized cock. I thought, you know, from the type of cultural message about just Asian men not being sexy, if you don't have a porn star cock, you are worthless, and you don't know how to ground and pound for like a half an hour, that you're not amazing, you're not worthy of being a good lover. So when I got, I'm also a really sexual person. So when I got to my 30s, the first thing I, I, I did was I 
I thought if I hack my body, I was a personal trainer first. And if I learned how to have a superhero body, maybe I would be better in bed. But um, what I learned is no matter how externally successful I am, my internal insecurity about my self-esteem still affected my sex life quite a bit. So when I decided to kind of hack my own sex life with some of the things I learned in the fitness industry that really opens my eye and transform everything I see and I let go of a lot of myths like bigger is better and and un- really understand um, female orgasm and pleasure. And then it's actually true. If you build it, they will come. So mm-hmm. if you acquire the competency of pleasure and how to really deeply connect with someone with the level of the right level of intimacy, the right sensation, the right skill, the right uh, technique to the erotic context that everybody's aroused from their from their brain to their heart to their body, it really creates remarkable sex. And um, I'm, I'm actually, I think I am a example of someone adapting a growth mindset to sex and really change, you know, really change my life in so many ways. Yeah. And we're so excited to talk to you about this new book because the title is incredible. So I can only imagine I haven't been able to read it yet because it's new. Uh, So let's talk about Beyond Satisfied, a sex hacker's guide to endless orgasms, mind blowing connection and lasting confidence. What inspired this book and who is it for? Well, I first started uh, because I'm part of a sex positive community called Hacienda. We do education events, sex party, et cetera. I started teaching there and I got a really positive response because I teach like a personal trainer with some people who are not very used to that format. So I do like a TED talk like lecture and then they do a demo and then I have everyone do it like like a acro yoga class <laughs> partner style. And it seems I got so many positive responses. So uh, one of uh, Beth, who is uh, Andrew, the co-founder, uh, the founder's wife, and also these are events and parties, she said, hey, maybe you should tape this and put it on Pornhub and see what happened. So we just did a very like homemade version of this where I taught it like a fitness class and uploaded to Pornhub and see what happened. And then after that, I, I think my channel has over 15, 16 million views by now on Pornhub. And it's been received, like everyone loved the, the style of education and content. And it's one of the things that they never thought they needed this. You know, it's not just some guy explaining something on a, like a PowerPoint, but like I actually do it and, and, and do a show and tell in a way that they could get it in a real world scenario. So that sparked my whole interest in in uh, creating a video course called Sex Hacker Pro. So when I created a course, now I have like more than 10,000 students who have taken my course and it, they love it and all the sex hacks that I've accumulated. And then and, and they, everyone asked me to write a book. So after their success of a course, I decided to get all the things that I've been learning that I couldn't put it into the course as well and put everything in one book. So it addressed all the things that I've been uh, researching and thinking about and translating to the world. So that's penis owners, vulva owners, pretty much anyone out there in the world can can read this? I think anyone who is about female pleasure, like that's the focus. So anyone who likes to give female pleasure. And also I think it's very important for, for people who want to learn how to receive as well, because it's two parts, right? Like one has to be a good receiver and one has to be a good giver. Like you could go try to, it's like eating on a diet, you know, when you're trying to feel like, oh, I shouldn't eat this cake. You know, you don't actually enjoy the cake, you know, although like you have to put yourself in that right mindset. 
it also, I think a lot of women been buying my book to their partner because and this might be a gross generalization, but most women don't like to teach their men how to have sex with them. So they rather me do it. So this is, <laughs> has been the guy. Yeah. 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 Uh, so my partner, I don't have to teach my partner about sex. Wonderful with the, in the sex world. And he watched some of your videos on your new porn. He's like, Kenneth is amazing. So if y'all haven't checked out those videos, go check that out. Um, and then, yeah. And then also the, all this other content that you have in the book. So um, your book extensively elaborates on 10 sex hacker topics and beyond, right? The, so we're just kind of narrowing this down to 10 of the top topics that you're talking about. Um, and we'd mm -hmm really love if you could share a little bit about each of them. One is how to help her experience squirting for the first time. And so we're not going to dive into that one. Again, we will refer you all back to episode number 249. That's all about squirting. And that's Kenneth talking about that topic. And it was one of our top episodes. So let's start with the topic of overcoming performance anxiety, like a world-class athlete. What's that all about? I think performing anxiety and function pressure happens no matter what body you have, like for male and female body. Performing anxiety is psychological ED is a lot of guy experience. It's not that their dick cannot get hard from like a biological, physiological sense. Is that they're feeling so much anxiety, they're not in the state of arousal. Or they feel like they are not able, uh, sometimes, you know, they might be just intoxicated and too drunk to do it, right? But there is a lot of times that, you know, women have so different types of performance anxiety because although uh, when you see, you know, a clip being engorged, right, being fully turned on and filled with blood, it's harder to see than a penis. Penis is pretty straightforward. But also female performance anxiety as, you know, I need to come faster. Why am I not feeling great? Why don't I feel safe enough? Or whatever the case may be. So I address some of the hacks that top athletes do not to choke when they're in the moment of like, this is the most important game of my life. I need to perform. But they don't go spin out thinking that the whole time. So they actually cannot perform when they're in that state. So what athletes learn to do is how to calm themselves in a state where they could be the most effective. And so instead of, and the worst advice that you could give people and say, just relax, no one knows how to, <laughs> they'd be like, shut the fuck up. Um, <laughs> it's not helpful. So uh, there's specific hacks that athletes do and could get themselves back into that state. So as soon as you feel safe enough and relaxed enough, then arousal will start again. Mm. So I think that is very useful for anybody. Yeah. So this will go into everything from like, so penis owners will speak like, I'm not hard enough, or my erection's not going to last, or I'm going to come too soon, or I'm not going to come at all. And for vulva owners, similar experiences of I'm not aroused, I'm not going to orgasm. Um, those are kind of the primary things that the performance anxiety things that, that you're you're speaking to. Yeah, but, but the problem is once people are, they know they're in that dark loop, they don't know what to do exactly to get out of it. So yeah. I could tell you, you sh if you feel like this, you cannot get aroused, like, duh. Mm -hmm. But like, you got to give them a hack on like literally how to get themselves out of it, like step by step and what to focus on. So some of like from Tantra practices to mindful, like meditation, like mindfulness really help. And also the thoughts that, you know, you know, like people go like, if you're too attached and too focused on orgasm, then you cannot come, right? So then don't fail you orgasm is actually not exactly smart either. Like orgasm is important. It's like going to a restaurant, not getting your food, like for a lot of people, right? So how do you have the best of both worlds? How do you detach from the goal enough so you could play your best? And you're probably going to get the goal because you're playing your best game. But you have to serve them both. And I give very specific techniques and hack on how to do that. 
Okay. That's, I, I like where this is going. So what about fulfilling her naughtiest fantasies by understanding her erotic mind? Mm-hmm. Meow. Um, I, <laughs> so Emily Legowski wrote a book called Come, uh, Come As You Are. And it's very important and talks about, uh, basically you have, you have, you have a dual control system in your brain. One is telling you something you shouldn't do, inhibits you, one excites you, right? So the first hack we talk about overcoming anxiety is that you lower inhibition, right? You are in the place that we say of arouse. The other thing is that the situation has to be exciting for you. Now, like every woman is different slightly on, on what arouses them in a erotic context. So, so, you know, some people love someone who's, very patient and very soft in the beginning of the date. But when you get down to sex, it likes the animalistic, more dominant energy. So some guys, if you don't understand that there's two phase of their, of their experience, phase one is about creating safety and the other phase two is about creating excitement. But we have to know exactly what is exciting to that person. It might vary. So women have different fantasy. It could be like a Fifty Shades of Grey kind of fantasy. Or it could be a super romantic, rose petal, central, slow experience. But if you do not understand what turns you on, so sometimes you are doing everything right physically, but you're not doing it in the same, the same energy and vibe. You know, you're just kissing me like you're trying to, you know, like you kiss a little princess. You know, I want you to kiss me like a slut. There, you're still kissing. <laughs> But there's a difference. So if you don't understand her erotic mind or context, then you, you, you're not bringing the right energy that mm-hmm. is arousing. It's like watching the wrong genre of movie. Mm-hmm. You know, you're watching a movie, but it's the wrong genre. Yeah. You have a lot of good analogies, like the comparisons there that I, I love how it works. My brain. I can see why you're so good at creating a sex hacker book, because you can see like, here's how it applies to your everyday life as well. Like, here's an example. Like, why would you do this when you could do it this way in an easier way? And also and what I'm hearing you say, too, is like, here's an easier route. But this is all really complex. But this is you've spent so much time kind of narrowing it down to give us yeah. Um, a more, yeah, like a smoother way into all of these processes. Um, so what about curating a 90 90- minute orgasmic experience mm. i want one of those please <laughs> <laughs> you know i uh, my mentor panel Matson, who is the founder of back to the body retreat i have the privilege to work with her for many years where we get to give those experiences to many of their their participants and it's really focused on female pleasure and education and feeling safe and sometimes overco- overcoming trauma but what i have learned from that experience is that the orgasmic landscape for female bodies is so vast. And it's not like about having one orgasm. You can have endless amount of orgasm throughout that experience with peaks and valley, but you have to learn how to serve that those waves. So when it comes to those orgasmic positive sensation, it's kind of like the ocean. It will come when it comes. You can't force it. Like you have to be with the ocean, but you also have to teach the person how to ride it, right? Do all the big peaks and valley. And there's specific techniques that works really well. But when I talk about curation, it's about every aspect of that 90 minute is from the environment to the right music, to the right context, right tone, to the right state that a person needs to be to sort of the buildup you have. Like when you go to a omakase Japanese restaurant serving you sushi, they're trying to take you on a journey on each pieces and the, the amount of salt level, like it escalates. So you kind of have to learn how to curate an experience. And I go over uh, different techniques on how to um, 
it, it's like a circuit training, you know, like you do push up and you do a squat and you do a pull up. So you could start with one sensation that induce an orgasm. Like just say you're doing penetration with uh, hand stimulation to the clitoris, you have orgasm. And then you could go from that to like an android and a vibrator. As long as you change it up, your brain still feel continuously excited. So oh, you kind of could rotate orgasm. Yeah. You say android? Android, yeah. Oh, the, yeah, the, the stainless yeah, steel. Yeah. Oh, like the Android yeah. Pure Wand. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, Pure Pleasure, everyone. PurePleasureShop.com. Yeah. Go get the Android Pure Wand. It's great for the juice ball. 15% off great with coupon it. code SHAMELESSX. All right, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you could rotate all different toys, you know, uh, to different type of sensation. You could go from something softer. Like if, you, if your first orgasm is a more of a gentle one, then you have more rooms to build over time and you could rotate one nerve ending to another because I was very lucky during the pandemic. Back in the fitness industry, I used to like read all the, the studies on exercise science, like how, how much you rest between sets and how many, how often you should work out, how often you should do legs and et cetera, right? Then you kind of come up with a training program based on those research. But when it comes to sex, we really don't take a lot of the research and turn it into protocol. You just We just have findings, but no protocol. So when doing the pandemic, when I was writing this book, I actually could reach the researcher because they're not in that lab. And they would talk to me about their science. And I really go like, okay, if I understand you correctly about what you're trying to say, can I apply this science like this and create some utility out of it? And one of the most fascinating things about the, the neural layout, meaning from your genitals, so you're from your clitoris, your G-spot to your A-spot, your cervix, all those nerves, right? Most people think of it like, oh, Americans really like to isolate things. I'm a vegan or a carnivore, so I'll have a G-spot only orgasm, right? But the brain doesn't quite interpret like a like single location. It's just that this is the full keyboard, right? Mm. Of, like new notes that you could play. If you keep changing up the songs, it keeps responding. So this is a very important finding is that like, don't be boring in bed is actually key, right? But you don't want it. But once you find a way, don't fuck with it. Like go with it <laughs> until it's over. It's like the most frustrating thing is some guys doing something to your stuff to feel good. Then they decide to do something else. It's like oh the God. most annoying thing. Mm -hmm. So catch one ways at a time, but the next one will come when you do something slightly different. So how to turn all that science into a 90 minute experience is what I put together. It's kind of like a sexual playlist. When I'm working out, I have my playlist and some songs kind of bring me down and I want this next song to come on. And some of them I love and I just get into beast mode, which brings me to the next question. <laughs> I, or not the next question, but the next piece of this uh, book and, and part of the, the 10, um, which is fuck like a beast with any size cock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, being an average Venus uh, owner myself, I have done, you know, this is how I see the world. We, when we come to sex, there's this myth that like life is a basketball game, the taller, the better, right? But there's not. There is a pleasure fit. It's just like your shoe, right? It should fit your feet. So there is average vagina size and there's average penis size. And if you overlay the bell curve, most people fit and there's the extreme end, right? They're really, really small and they're really, really big. And they both have a really hard time if they're on either end, but most people fit, right? So we have this 
I mean, there's a chapter on the book called Beyond Size that people overemphasize they're important. I mean, if it was true that women have the best orgasm with the biggest penis, then the biggest dildo will sell the most, mm-hmm. right? But that totally. is not the That's truth. That's not true. Yeah, exactly. It's yep. not true. I mean, for some people, there's definitely a size queen out there, but that is not majority of women, meaning that mm-hmm. the bigger is better. There's a certain percentage of women that is true, like up to a limit, right? Mm-hmm. So there's a, like an a, a optimal you, a diminished return. But anyway, for most, so I'm 5'9", right? Most guys with an average size penis will walk around like they're 4'11". They think mm-hmm. they're that short. So for all the people who are just perfectly healthy and could do the job, is to teach them how to use the penis they have in order for them to create the sexual experience. Because if the guy is so hung up on their dick, it also makes them terrible lover. But most of the time, mm-hmm. their dick is good enough that they they. So that's that part. And then so so that's their 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 own relationship with the size of their penis and all the other things like the angle of entry, what sensation are you trying to create with your penis? vary so many so from like the stroke value to travel how deep you going to the rate of doing it and to the angle you're doing it if you understand all those things you could actually create a a a movement pattern that stimulates her vagina her clitoris in a way that feels good so if you could get onto if you could calibrate until it feels good just like salting your food when it's just right then if you could keep that motion up and have some rhythm it usually creates way more pleasure than than just mm-hmm. thinking you need a big cock and 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 jackhammer away. Oh, jackhammer! Oh, jackhammer! The porn star, oh, rest in peace. Um, and is it interesting? <laughs> so we we used to work in an adult store and um, saw that exactly that. Yes, yeah, sometimes the big dildos sold well, but plenty of people wanted average size dildos. And let me tell you, everyone, when you go into sex shop, um, most of the dildos are above average like you but there are some smaller dildos or average dildos but the majority of them are going to be above average and if you go in a sex shop and you're like my dick doesn't it's smaller than all of these just know that because that's kind of what is selling more often but it is not a perfect uh, representation of the general uh, population like you said a lot of people are size queens or, or we actually would see People would think they needed the bigger one. They bought it and they came back for the smaller one. Cause they're like this, my body's different than other bodies. You know, I'm this, we're all unique. Um, so just like every cock is un- unique in size. This episode is free to you because of our badass sponsors like Manscaped. Spring has sprung and it's time to clean out your closets, dust those drapes and tidy up the carpet growing between your legs. Our friends at Manscaped have the best tools to get the job done right. Start your spring grooming with the Performance Package 4.0 with all the right equipment to keep your hedges trimmed and your body smelling fresh. It comes with my favorite waterproof trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0. And it's not just for dudes because I actually use it in the shower to keep my bikini line looking fine too. This package also comes with their ear and nose hair trimmer that won't tug your holes, anti-chafing moisturizing ball deodorant, and the ball toning spray so you'll smell better than fresh cut spring flowers. They also have the Plow 2.0, the perfect razor for my dude's face and my legs. It's so good I had to buy one for both of us. And our listeners get 20% off plus free shipping with code SHAMELESS at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code SHAMELESS at manscaped.com. Out with the old grooming habits and in with the new with Manscaped. All right, back to the show. I feel like we have less conversations around vaginas being different in size, you know, in length and in, but they are. So why not also embrace that yeah, there's, together? There's a chart on the book explaining their, their, how it pairs. From, it's so hard to find all those information. So I have a 
bunch of researchers. Finally, James Charles helped me like get the right information about vagina size and how they measured it. But you know that song from Carly B that said, "I wanted you to pa- park this Big Mac truck in my tiny garage." Is not true. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Damn. Yeah, it's like that sounds painful. <laughs> also, there's a thing where your your vaginal canal can kind of become smaller when you're cycling and when your cervix drops. So yeah. it actually can change. Sometimes even an average size cock for me can be too much feeling in, in my vaginal canal. I have, a, I have a shallow vagina and that's just the fact of the matter. So she's and not it, looking for the big, yeah. was it big Mac truck. Is it not? I'm not. <laughs> the big Mac trucks hurt me. Yeah. So. Like, no, I'll take an yeah. average truck, please. Thanks. Okay. What about yeah. circuit training style, multiple <laughs> orgasm technique? What the fuck is that? <laughs> um, that's what I mentioned earlier on the okay. circuit training as in, uh, you know, you do one sensation. So you just say you do a hand squirting motion, induce an orgasm, and then you go to penetration with a vibrator, then you go to anal bondage ah. spanking. So you just keep rotating things Got to it. keep the brain excited and providing a new uh, stimulation that is pleasurable. Then you could actually keep coming if you keep the game exciting. <laughs> Yeah. It's like when you go to a good restaurant, every dish like course is delicious. You somehow find the room. Yeah. Speaking of the foodie over here, I'm pointing at April. Ooh, She's like, yes. I know what you're talking yeah. about. Yes. I'm like, bring another course, please. I'm oh, salivating. Yeah. yeah. And her pussy got wet. That's a great analogy. As Amy said, you have wonderful analogies to, to really help my brain put all these pieces together in a way that I can understand. And the circuit training is great because I am an avid person that likes to work out and I understand the buildup and I get bored. You can compare sex to workouts so easily because it's similar. And I get bored. If I did the same workout over and over and over again, I don't think I would even continue to work out. Same with sex. If you're just missionary style or doggy style time and time and time and time and time and time again, you might not want to even tap into your partner. If it's a long-term partner, you might be like, fuck that dude. I'm so tired of the missionary. Can we please switch it up? Like swing me around, like use that big Mac truck in my little garage (laughs) or some anal or some anal. Yes. So I like this circuit, this circuit training style uh, mentality or or thinking about it that way. So, or the the coursed meal as well, Kenneth Mm. way to it. And analyze that analyze that um, no. <laughs> analyze that yeah analyze that what about this unlock all her erogenous zones c a p and g spots plus anal hmm. what are these so zones? i did uh, i was so i was lucky to talk to all the researcher and really understand the neuroanatomy and i have like such detail and it's never been made before in this detail so i so I did a lot of the comparison between, and those are all custom diagram. Oh, so he's, he's holding that. up his book, everyone. So go to YouTube if you're, yeah. uh, if you're into it and check out, or just buy the book yeah. and check out all of these they, illustrations. Yeah. yeah very they in-depth. also have, they, they have QR codes in all the diagrams or you could, uh, it goes to my website, which show you the emotion because oh, wow. you know black and white and 2d is so limiting so i have all the stuff in made in different perspective to see the changes and all the neural layout but back to the spot i want to help people discover the whole keyboard of sensation that you could feel some are more foreign that your brain haven't learned that that could induce orgasm so for most straight dudes 
who's have maybe like feeling a little bit more homophobic about having their prostate touch, but they have no idea that that part of their body could possibly induce an orgasm, right? So they're just more zones, more keyboards. And, and the beautiful thing about lear uh, sexual learning for the brain is that while you're having more orgasm, meaning if you're having orgasm reliably, you're more likely to able to learn new ways to have pleasure. If you're stuck on a loop that you don't get much pleasure, then you're more like, eh, this is never going to work. So the idea is that if you first you go to the lowest hanging fruit, what is the most reliable spot, right? That one spot, a one way to provide sensation that is the most reliable to orgasm. And once you get the first one, you could use that one to assist on new discovery so mm. let me tell you in a little bit more in detail so if you're clitoris external rubbing or whatever however you masturbate is the most or vibrator is the most predictable easiest way for to have orgasm you could use that as the driver of your arousal so you use the same technique to bring your arousal to like edging like you're almost about to come and then lower that sensation and touch your g-spot more mm. Mm, so while that. your arousal is super high and then you 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 lower the vibration or the, the, the rubbing and then you continue to use the enjoy until you want to come so bad that your brain just let the g-spot tip you over mm -hmm. and then your brain forms a new like a new pathway oh this could induce orgasm and then just learn and learn and learn so you could mm -hmm. do this repeatedly on all the spots. If you, if you, you know, if you want to be a complete sex nerd, you could see how many things that you could unlock within your body. Not that you need to unlock all the possibility, right? But it's whatever that is most pleasurable to you. But there is a way to learn how to have more orgasm. Mm -hmm. But there's specific hacks like drive up your arousal, go to the dependent, uh, the most dependable uh, sensation, and then add things. I've and heard then, of of people even doing that, I think with hot octopus, right, April, like people had spinal cord injuries and, um, and they, well, this is kind of a, a side note, like, but they had orgasms one way and now it has changed. And I think hot octopus, a sex toy company that April works for, um, has done a lot of research around that or people who can't feel from the waist down now, now they learn how to orgasm from their armpit. Yeah. Like they rezone from, yeah. yeah, their earlobes and yeah, yeah. earlobe has a, yeah. yeah. So same, the same, the same, the same idea, but it's much easier. I mean, that that's a, a very unfortunate extreme case where you can feel from your neck down. But the key that I found from my own research and hacking is to drive up as much arousal as possible while you're training. Mm -hmm. So you don't want to work on an end that you build up from nothing. You're all, you know, like that feeling that you get when you're about to come, everything kind of feels amazing. So you mm -hmm. want to use that energy and train a new spot with that. It's like positive reinforcement. We always come back to this. And I always ask this trivia question to people. What is your largest sex organ? And they're like, my tongue, my pain. Uh, or sometimes they say skin. Or they smart, say skin, but, right. Yeah. And it's your brain and creating these new narrow mm -hmm. pathways that you're talking about is huge. And the armpit orgasm or the edging piece where you can learn how to tap into that is really cool that our bodies are always developing and changing that we can learn to do that and that mm -hmm. it's not our genitals that are our largest sex organ thank fucking the goddesses for that one thank goddess gato s <laughs> and with that let me ask about this one okay different orgasm types what is popcorn volcano and back to back <laughs> so so there is uh there's different orgasm pattern that researchers have found and lioness have an amazing blog about it too on their when they they have a dildo that that measure the contraction of the pelvic floor to see the pattern of contraction that you have that's the positive sensation that's the physical sensation that you experience 
So when I'm talking about popcorn and volcano and back to back, the one that I'm talking about is multiple orgasm. So multiple orgasm could happen like you've been having sex for 20 minutes, 30 minutes, and you have orgasm in minute three, minute eight, minute 11, or minute 15. They kind of just happen in popcorn style and random times. Mm, back okay. to back as they happen consecutively. They just one after the other. They're Got rolling it. and continue. Volcano is more of a male body of boygasm. It's more like they big build up, big eruption, and they come down. Like they, you get tired afterward and you kind of lose energy. So there's different type of orgasm that people experience. And you can see what pattern that your body is more, not wired to, but prefer initially. But how you start something doesn't mean how you're going to end with something. So meaning that you could start off one way, then you discover that you have other ability. But once you learn the orgasm pattern, then you learn how to ride with that person. I like that. I like depending the, how they go. The visualization of popcorn and, and volcano. volcano. Yeah, that makes makes total sense for me. So yeah, back it's, to back, which feels amazing. But now I'm tired, and <laughs> maybe I want to do some back to back. I want to back to back. Just yeah. reminds me of Drake. Sorry, that was come back to Drake. <laughs> Okay, time for a quick break. This podcast is free to you because of our amazing sponsors like Uberlube. Uberlube is a luxurious silicone lubricant that can enhance your sex and intimacy. Uberlube's unique formula is velvety, long-lasting, with no flavor or scent, and it feels absolutely incredible on the body. There are thousands of doctors recommending Uberlube to their patients because it's less likely to throw off your pH than most other lubes. So whether you want to make your hot sex even hotter or you want to prevent dryness, take our advice and check out our favorite go-to, Uberlube. Uberlube isn't just for sex. I use it for massage, to tame my frizzy hair, to prevent chafing, even for oral sex sessions. I love how it comes in a beautiful bottle with a pump top for easy access, appearing more like a cosmetic product so you can leave it on your nightstand shamelessly. Uberlube is without a doubt my favorite lube and countless listeners agree, often stating, we never knew lube could be this good. To learn why we think it's the best lube on the planet, check out uberlube.com and use code SHAMELESSSEX for 10% off and free shipping. Again, that's uberlube.com. Use code SHAMELESSSEX for 10% off and free shipping. This podcast was also made possible by omgs.com. OMGS combines scientific research of real vulva owners so you can learn shame-free techniques on how to pleasure the pussy. OMGS studied 20,000 plus people of all ages and turned the research into animated modules, short videos, and beautiful infographics that are tasteful and easy to understand. Whether you want to learn about external pleasure, internal stimulation, or techniques with toys, OMGS can help you master vulva pleasure. Let me tell you, I've been recommending OMGS to my clients for years and it's been changing their lives because knowledge really can activate your pleasure power. OMGS is for anyone who cares about vulva pleasure and wants to take it to the next level. OMGS can help you become a sexual strategist by equipping you with the tools you need to unlock your pleasure potential. Plus, your OMGS purchase helps fund more pleasure research. OMG, that's great. Only pay once and these techniques are yours forever. That's right. This is not a subscription service and you don't need to download a thing. So go to omgs.com shameless to get 10% off when you purchase any OMGS season. Again, go to omgs.com shameless to get 10% off right now. Time to pursue your pleasure. And now back to the show. So what about foreplay techniques to maximize arousal? And I'm sure this one is endless and vast. Mm-hmm. 
I spent quite a bit of time talking about consent and negotiating sex. I think one of the fundamental rule, and, and this might be slightly off topic, is that the golden rule is that you should have your partner's best interest in mind. That should be the first, like their well-being above all. Not Love your, that. not your, not your desire to get laid at that moment. Not anything else. If you do that, then you could create a safe container for arousal to happen. If that's not the case, then it's actually literally not safe, right? So creating that safety is really important. After that, I think foreplay is what most people think is all the things you do before you put your penis inside. And that's not how I look at foreplay. Foreplay is where you build up the arousal. So, and many times is that you could actually have a couple of warm-up orgasm because I do, like I, if I die, I would love to come back and have a clitoris because I've seen the orgasm that you lady able to have and I'm so jealous. <laughs> and all the training I have to do to, re, to, to feel an ounce of what you, you ladies experience sometime. Mm. But I, I do think having most of the time having a couple of warm-up orgasm, it will lead to better penetrative sex because mm. having an orgasm first really relaxes your body. And there's usually there's usually no refractory period for female body. So it, it's the major win. So it's not everything before penetration, but all the things to optimize arousal for the entire journey. Mm. And but I have very specific techniques like you know the gravity blanket is popular for a while yeah, with pressure. The weighted blankets. So pressure. Yeah. So if you lay on top on your partner and just have close skin contact with pressure and take some breaths together is a really good grounding technique where you're having enough gravity blanket like pressure throughout the whole body to uh to focusing. So Kingster has a lot of like the games like sensation is helps your mind because a lot of people have ADHD when it comes to sex. They're thinking about 18,000 different things. So certain things like how do you mix, how do you ask someone to pay attention? So I want, and then you literally tell your partner, I want you to pay attention and uh, pay attention to where my finger is tracing on your body. So you just give them something to focus their mind. So they become more mindful in the moment. And then they anticipate your sensation to like, I love a warm up technique. I have warm coconut oil where I'm slowly dripping drops when someone is mm. blindfolded so they pay attention to the warm hitting the skin mm. from different places that's a great mindfulness hack that kind of bring make your world a little smaller so you're in your body so so four places go from warm-up orgasm to just bringing the present into mm. the moment I love that sensation play and just the, the reminders that we can utilize with partners to bring them into presence. And, and then it's sexy and sensual at the same time. So you can have a lot of fun with it. Something that came to mind for me when you said, when you die, you want to come back as a clit owner. Um, I, I, when I die, I want to come back as a penis owner because I just like, just, I just want to see what that's all about. But I was thinking about <laughs> Betty Dodson, also rest in peace, Betty Dodson. And um, I was watching one of her last videos that she did. I was in an interview and she thought she's like i'm ready for death death is the ultimate orgasm like that woman has had thousands upon thousands maybe millions of orgasms L and the little death yeah the little death but she's like she's like it's, it's gonna be the biggest best biggest best orgasm i've ever had in my entire life and she's and you know she died the way she wanted to and um, so anyways just wanted to highlight that one okay so here's the last one aftercare to make her feel truly cared for in the beginning we talked about like the safety beforehand now we're talking about you know after with the, the playtime can you share a little more about that so this is not my words right this is evolutionary psychiatrist that talks about how we are built so post-sex is sort of the most vulnerable for women or female body people 
right? They feel, oh, now you could impregnate me and then you stuck me with this decision and I have to, you, you got to run away and disappear. So there's a very, that's a very important time for people not to be assholes, especially post-sex. That moment is vulnerable. Even in the most casual sex situation, you still want to be extremely nurturing and caring at that moment. So you could have the kinkiest of sex like prior to that moment, but transitioning into giving appropriate amount of aftercare, situational dependent, but to really feel someone that they care for, you're not just there to like take advantage or use them and manipulate them and to transition that experience, to ground that experience as something positive and, and an exchange of the like, good vibes between two people from like the sex that you just have sex at the orgy, in an orgy bed to your marital sex. I think that experience is so important and the specific ways to do it. You know, I have this goddess bath ritual. That's like a good ultimate 90 minute experience where, you know, you put flowers in a warm bath, you bring someone in there and you give them a whole sensual experience and you tell them all the ways that you notice or acknowledge them or appreciate them. So you could take it to a very high level for Valentine's day or just simply like someone might have some emotion post-sex that you don't know, don't you don't need to investigate you're not an investigative journalist you could just hold space and just allow be comfortable with the feeling that is coming up and not make it about you mm-hmm. it's also very important so it could be very psychological hacks to very physical just providing things one of my favorite things to say to a partner is after sex when they're in the space where they're so relaxed and they just have all the orgasm like naturally they just go like oh this is the space where they cannot defend if a wild animal came into the room, right? Like they're in that state. And usually you would catch them have a moment. They feel like they get need to get back to management ink. They need to do something, right? I need to take care of something and they get in that mode and they don't allow themselves to relax, feel safe. So I say, don't manage anything. I got this. It's mm. the sweetest things you could say. Just mm-hmm. stay in your body. You just yeah, made my pussy it, so it, happy when you said that my pussy was like, yeah, yes, thank yeah. You. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, don't kick back to management. And if, and if you're watching on YouTube, you look at two, two of their faces, you will get it because I really deeply resonate. And I, I think doing that will it create the reciprocity that we all seek. Hmm. Yeah, that could be in life too. Just don't worry about it. I got you. Be like, oh, thank you. I love now you. can we fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I think the, the safety piece is so huge and it's something that I never considered before I was in the business of sex, right in this business. And then it's, it's so obvious, but it is not something that is completely natural. At least what I experienced in my sexual experiences were, were, uh, there was a lot of safety and safety, meaning that I was always, my comfort level was, was never addressed with, with penis owners that I had been hooking up with. Right. It wasn't, it was a lot of times about them. So this book is, is really is, is, awesome. I'm so happy the tools are out there. I love that you had access to these researchers and you were able to speak one-on-one with them and get this, all of this science and mix it with these, these hacks that are relatable to everyday things outside of the bedroom uh, and and taking the approach of the athlete is so cool. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm, I'm loving it. Even if you're not an athlete, you you've, 
I'm sure seen a soccer game or a tennis game or football. So you can relate on some level to what the athletes have to do and, and taking your, putting your game face on in the bedroom and, and not spinning out of control and, and getting in your head. So I love this, Kenneth. And I want to buy this book for sure. Support you and your work because you're so incredible. And for our folks out there who would also like access to you, your work, your book, um, will you please let folks know how they can find you? Yeah, you can find me on kennethlay.com. Then you find all my social and the book is there. And if you want to go specifically to the book, go to kennethlay.com slash book. I'm still working with Amazon. They currently shadow ban my books. It's harder to search ah, on Amazon, dang. which my book is comparable to She Come First, like content-wise. And I don't know why I'm working through that, but please come support me. Go to kennethlay.com slash book. And like everything is, you know, a lot, I feel like sometimes in sex education, a lot of it is, you're just talking about theories and ideas. Mm. I take those science and really turn it to utility. Like every orgasm, mm. I chart them on things. And every technique shows you from a uh, external point of view mm. to like literally how you do it with the illustration. So everything is in motion and is, I, I, and I'm also a learning nerd. To me, most people don't want to be better sex educated. They don't want more information. They want to translate the learning into the bedroom. Mm -hmm. And I have dedicated myself on this book to not only give you the information, but help you turn this information to utility so you could experience the pleasure that we could all experience in your body. And one of the things I learned is when you're generous to women, they are 10 times more generous to you. And mm -hmm. I hope men just get this if you really are generous in the bedroom you will get you will get the best blow job and any fucking you ever could possibly dream of but, everybody you know, wins generous first yeah. <laughs> i can just imagine it in the bedroom on a book stand next to the person you're hooking up with the vulva and are like hold on wait right there kenneth says i have to angle this way position this way and the diagrams are helpful just you holding them up i'm a visual learner so and there's the qr code thing the that's QR really cool code, that yes. you can go and actually see like in, interactive pieces online and, that's in motion yeah, yeah and i could update them yeah, yeah. and then I, I that was the vagina to penis size and how it compares on the average oh interesting and cool. you know <laughs> just it, you know you want to hear something really kind of like it's a quick thing that i discovered i find it really fascinating you know why bigger penises and bigger boobs and hip to ratio works for humans mind so no. the theory is, you know, like when you watch a Burger King commercial, even though you know Burger King is disgusting, somehow looking at that burger that looks beautiful makes you salivate and be hungry for. So we have this type of visual trigger that tell us what good is. And is it basically do a visual system that we associate? It has nothing to do with how it actually makes us feel, hmm. but we associate certain visual cues to be more pleasurable is how we are wired. So a lot of the those bigger is better myths or more curvy. Like now in Instagram, every butt is like ridiculous. And <laughs> like that's not real. But it's hacking, yeah. Yeah. Uh -huh, yeah. But it's hacking our visual system. So mm -hmm. so it's not. It, but it does not equal pleasure. I think that's what people really need to understand. So mm -hmm. just because how something look or hijack our visual system. Mm -hmm. Just like your phone hijacking our attention system by giving you tons of notifications doesn't necessarily it's good for you. Mm -hmm. So if you really want to experience the best pleasure rather than what what give you the, the promise of pleasure, you want to experience the pleasure, then learn how to have the pleasure. Mm -hmm.
And it sounds like no matter what genitals you're rocking, no matter what size you're going with, there are ways that you can orgasm and deliver orgasm. So that's cool. And uh, yeah, go check Kenneth's book out. And thank you, Kenneth. You are always such a fantastic human to have on the show. I just love your information. And um, I hope to see you again soon because you are just this encyclopedia of sexual knowledge. Didn't we say we we're going to do an episode in the future all on anal? I think we said that yes, last time. We did. So let's say I I'm love good. that. I would yeah. love to. There's there's a, there's a hack in there called Release the Kraken. That's one of my most... favorite things to say when I drink this kind of rum. It's called the Kraken. <laughs> we're not sponsored by them, but yeah. I'm like, Amy, uh-huh. release the Kraken. So you talk about so anal happy. now? <laughs> Oh my god! I also yeah, have this, this movie the, called this The, the Assassin. Oh, oh, that kind of oh my god! That's hot. Oh wow! It's a hand in the I hope you all are watching this on YouTube because <laughs> you can get a little taste of some of the diagrams in Kenneth's book, or, so. get, or just go get the book. Well, we'll have you back for sure. And thank you, thank you so very much. So much gratitude for you, and so much gratitude for all of you shameless sex revolutionaries listening each week, or sometimes maybe you tune in once a month. Whenever you're tuning in, if you can just go ahead and give us five stars on iTunes. We read every single review. And all this does is help more folks out there find people like Kenneth Play and his work. And it helps more people have better sex and more amazing sex and love their genitals and love themselves. So please go ahead. If you don't want to write a long review, you don't have to. You can just give us emoji or the fucking squirt emoji. I don't care. I will read it, which I don't really read emojis. I just look at them, but I like them. Uh, So thank you so much. We love each and every one of you so, 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 so much. Okay. So much. So much. Forever and always. Always. XOXO. All right. I'm done. I'm done with that. All right, y'all. We'll see you next Tuesday for another episode of Shameless Sex. Ciao for now. Want to learn more? Go to shamelesssex.com. And for 15% off of some of our favorite sex toys, use coupon code shamelesssex at purepleasureshop.com.